hey guys um i do apologize that i did not upload yesterday ever since i got back from the conference i feel like time has been getting away from me and i can i can never get back to my schedule because i've been at another person's house and I've, you know i've been babysitting a dog which is really you know all of this has just messed me up because it was like i'm just the type of person where i like i like new things but sometimes if I'm not ready for it, it can mess with my schedule. And, you know, I'm just the type of person where I want a certain amount of hours to sleep. I need to take this many showers this day. I need to set up route at minimum this amount of time for God and to be in my Bible. And it's I just haven't had that. And I'm not going to lie. Um, right after my conference, um, I was getting attacked spiritually in my um in my dreams and I became too busy for God and I realized it about my second day and I was like yo this isn't this isn't good I I became way too busy for God and it I wasn't reading and although I wasn't like sinning like in the sense of doing something I wasn't reading and that allowed my thoughts to at least go somewhere and you know, like lusting, I'm not saying I lusted, but I'm saying lusting is just as bad as committing adultery. You know, like it's the same thing. So, what me, you know, if you're married. So, it's just the thoughts are all. So, like I thought I was okay, but you're not. It, it doesn't matter. The point is, I was getting attacked spiritually as soon as I went to um, my half sister's house and was for like a solid week and I didn't I didn't know what it meant because every dream was a different dream but each dream was like a different stronghold I had and the last one I think I I think somebody snapped my neck in the last one but so I was really just waiting to see what's gonna happen in the physical even though every time I woke up you know I rebuked it I did not I did not agree with anything that happened in the dream and then it, it then it hit me it hit me um I don't know how many days it was that I when I came back home um from being at my um my sister's house but um the temptation hit me and I was like oh I was able to see through it right and I'm just gonna let y'all know this is what um this is what happens when we get puffed up this is what happens when we think we can do it on our own I fell into sin because I was so just I was looking at my room I'm like nah I can never do that I was looking at where I was at I was like nah I can never do that I was like I just got baptized nah I can never do that I was like God watch this I got this he was like no you don't I said no I got this he was like no you don't I said look you have brought me here I I hate this I would never do this he was like you're gonna do it I said no I'm not I got this let me show you let me show you I got this and it was like I think I literally argued with him for about like five minutes and I ended up doing said thing right and I just felt the worst sense of conviction for like two days. It wasn't as bad as the one I felt in November. Yeah, the late November. I'm never going to forget that one. That one, I actually think I gave um, grounds for Satan to actually condemn me rather than just to feel conviction from the Holy Spirit. Conviction is a wonderful thing. Conviction is beautiful. Conviction, the Holy Spirit we use conviction to make us never want to sin again and satan can use that same thing 
to condemn us and make us feel like we'll never be forgiven again. We will might as well do it again, right? That's basically he was like, You're no good, he hasn't forgiven you, might as well do it again because he's never gonna forgive you. And it was only like that was that was back in November, but this time you know, you know when you do, you know when you fall back into sin, not like sin as a lifestyle, but you end up sinning when it could be you lost your temper or you, um, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like just little things. Sometimes it doesn't have to be an act against your body or, um, mm, you could overeat, you know, gluttony. I'm just saying, but when you fall back into these things, you, you, you tell God like, no, I got this. Like, look, I've, I've been away from this for so long and and he the thing is we need to and I'm talking to myself when I say these podcasts I'm not just talking to you guys I'm talking to myself because it's so easy to say one thing it's another thing to actually do what you say so pride getting puffed up it's it's so easy to feel like you got this but you have to understand we're not staying away from sin because it's our will we're staying away from it because it's god's will he that's him that's him in us it's not us we love the sin we love it our flesh loves it so it's just it's very important that you remember very important that you remember to always be humble always take god's hand never never feel like you need to do it on your own to prove to anybody and Make things sacred between you and God. You don't need to go on Twitter every time you were in prayer or every revelation he gave you because some revelations we're actually supposed to keep to ourselves or for a later time, for a later time. Sometimes they're just supposed to be between us and God. That's that. Now, if he tells you to tell people or it's sitting on your heart so heavy to tell somebody else, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just see on Twitter quite often intimate moments with God just just shared and I mean there's nothing wrong with that you know but I'm just talking about like it's it's all the time and I feel like for babes in Christ um new new believers they feel like that's what it is I feel like they think it's like they look at it like a show and tell and I feel like it actually wards some people away and we have to be very mindful that our walk we're a walking living sacrifice they watch us. They watch us. They're waiting for us to slip up so they can be a Pharisee. They so they can just be like, ah, look, look what you did. Look what you did. You wanna condemn me. You wanna say I'm going to hell, but look at you. Look at you. Like you have to understand, but they're also watching us because deep down people wanna come to God. I truly believe, I truly believe with every atom molecule whatever in my body that everybody believes in God everybody knows he's there but not everybody wants to admit it because once you admit you have to admit heaven hell is real and once you admit heaven hell is real it gets scary because now now you know exactly what you need to change about yourself and you don't want to change it because deep not deep down not deep down it's it's, it's everywhere in us we love what we do we love the sin we love everything about it and it's sad but it's true it's true and but that's that's why i'm so thankful for jesus because he really he's really just brought me out of so much and i look at others and i'm like yeah yeah it's not as deep as it's not as deep as theirs but 
the reason I feel like I went so deep is because I've known so much. Like, I wasn't that child who was just outside. I was I was a leader. I was definitely like a tomboy, and you know, I, I rounded up everybody. Everybody in the neighborhood, everybody on the block, and I was like, "Yeah, we going we doing this today. This is what we doing, da, 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 and everything." But when it was when it was time for me to be by myself, because I didn't like people coming into my house all the time. When I was tired of them, I kicked them out. I didn't care if it hurt their feelings. I need me time. I need me time. So when it was me time, that's when I did my research. I've always gravitated towards God. I've always gravitated towards doing research, Illuminati, and Freemasons and backmasking of the music really caught my attention in second grade. I was truly fascinated by it. Not in a good light, but like, wow, people do this. Wow, let me learn more. And I'm just saying, so I've been on it since a young child. I've known certain things and it just hurts me because I feel like the more you know and you choose to sin, I feel like it's that much more wrong. And that's what I did. So I just... (sighs) I just, each and every day, I understand why God tells us why not to do something. And it's sad. It's it's truly sad to me. But I understand it with each and every day when he tells us that a woman and a man are to be one. And you know, like after marriage, because I walked into high school wanting to find my high school love. And I found that and I idolized it. And it, it put me into like one of the worst relationships ever and the only relationship I've ever been in and it's tainted my view of it and now I have to I have to heal from the person I became from how I was treated what I endured and not just that but the two days after I lost my virginity I had got sleep paralysis and that's when because I already had seeds planted for perverted sexuality in my life from a child and generational curses and then once I actually opened up that door and I chose to lose my virginity before marriage lust literally took hold of me and you know people don't see anything wrong with lust when you're in a relationship because oh yeah they're together um they're dating it's fine you don't really realize how sick it is because you're in a relationship let you get single you will have morals, right? But once your flesh is calling, you drop them. And it just got to the point where, I'm not saying I completely turned out and you know, got ran through, no, 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 no. It's not like that. It's just the simple fact of when, before I had lost my virginity, I was always, I can't have sex if I'm not in a relationship. I can't have sex if I'm not in love with you. I can't have sex if I don't have feelings for you. I can't have da 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 type stuff, right? And then it got to the point where like, mm, he's fine. I want him, I want to show out. And I'm just like, and last night I was going off on Twitter, not going off on Twitter, but I, I wasn't on my phone almost all day. And when I got on my phone, I just, I had feelings to express this. The whole terms of like freak nasty, freak butt, nasty and all of that. I remember as a woman myself, the only time I would hear other women be called that or when I would get called that is when we said certain things and then I remember like around December of 2018 I was learning well somebody was calling out certain acts of sodomy and I was like nah 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 I'm not giving that up that's not sodomy and I mean at least it's not sodomy in a marriage right so that's what I was saying but it's man and it's just how 
it's I don't know I don't know it's just it's so much when you've dealt with it like lust itself and then I don't know I'm just I'm really just looking at this tapestry I have of some thorns and a bunch of names for God and I I don't I just, I'm just so thankful from what he's taking me out of and it wasn't just lust it was so so much and my father was not present in my life so God has been showing me something I'm not used to. I'm not used to a man telling me what I need to do or you need to look at this in the man instead of this or this is what you should do. This is what you need to do. I'm not used to that from a man's voice and he's showing me bits and pieces of like not knowledge but certain things I need to have with myself and I should have had myself in you know like my entire life I've always asked once I found out about um the phrase daddy issues I was like what are my daddy issues what are my daddy issues and I found out that women tend to seek comfort in men when they're met when a father is not in their life they always they always want to be up under a man they, they want that they want that sense of authority and protection and and love from a man that they never got and See, as much as I knew since a child, I've always been lukewarm. I tried, but I was very, very persuaded, very easily persuaded. And I was I didn't really say no. And if I was the only one casted out, I would go with the flow because I didn't want to be casted out. Now I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I tried with friends and it didn't work. I tried with family and, and it didn't work. If it works one day, all right, that's amazing. But right now... I'm fine with perfectly being by myself. I don't, it's not that I don't need a man. It's I don't want a man right now. I'm not good for a man right now. And a man is not good for me right now. All I need right now is, is God, Jesus, Yeshua, Yahuwah. That, that's, I have so much to heal from, not just from my past relationship, but what I did to myself, what I allowed sin to do to me. And I, I've just been in the world for so long. I need to get, I need to be fully cleansed. Now, baptism is one thing. Being saved is one thing. But me, I'm just so OCD with things. I need to be sure. I need to be... When I close my eyes, I want my aura to be as white as cartoon doves. Like, I'm just... I, I don't know how to put it. I just don't feel ready. And it hasn't even been a year since... I broke up with my ex and I got my some of my family is like questioning me like where's the boyfriend where's the boyfriend I'm like what's with the and I'm like what's with the questions like yo relax like a boyfriend is not needed right now and it's and it, it's sad because the other night I'm I'm this is a venting this is truly just a venting episode and I'm I'm gonna like probably release like three episodes today just so I'm gonna title them in like what they are I just I just need to talk I really need to talk and I felt like some some of this some others might be going through so yeah but the other night we were having um a party for my mom's birthday and it I was really excited because me and my cousin we had cooked some huge pants chicken well my mom's Italian so you know chicken alfredo chicken parmesan it was some angel somebody cooked some angel hair and some shrimp and um lasagna yes oh my goodness 
feel so good. And we had some manicotti, but, um, you know, garlic bread. But, you know, we're not going to get into this, as I'm saying. We, we spend a lot of time into um, going into on, going in on those dishes. But, so we cooked the day before, so it comes to the day of. And I'm really excited, and it comes to the day of. And there's a lot of people. My mom does not drink. My mom's always been very, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. Like, more than anything else. So, no. I don't know. I just I couldn't enjoy my presence there, and I felt really bad. And I I really wish I would have told my mom like I'm you know I'm not having this face on because I don't want to be here for you, or I'm distancing myself because I don't like being around people. I just didn't like being around drunk people. I don't like being around drunk people anymore. It, it's not it's not fun. When I used to drink, and it wasn't like a lot, but when I did, or when I allowed it to enter my body, you don't see you don't see the foolishness. But when you're sober, you see how people act. And I see everything as a call out for help and pain. I don't see, I don't look at somebody who's a sinner and just like, they're disgusting. They disgust me. They're going to hell. I don't look at them like that. I look at them like they're damaged. I need to help them. I should help them. I really see, I see it like that. So when I see people putting substances in their body to make them feel better, I don't look at that like, Look at that person, they're a delinquent. I don't want that around my child. I don't look at them like that. I look at them like, yo, I need to tell them about God. I need to tell them about Jesus, the big man upstairs. I need to tell them about him, right? So, but it, it's it's sad when it's your family and, and then your family offers it to you and you're like, no, I'm good, I'm good. And they're like, you? And they're talking about like, oh, you don't want any and i'm like yeah and a lot of people will expect the old you because they're still in the old them like they haven't they haven't got up and out of that and you have so they can't comprehend that you've gotten out of it and when they do comprehend it then they start to either get jealous or hate you for it they envy you because they want it and I, all I could think about was all the strongholds I saw on my family in different ways. Now, I'm not the type of person that looks at everybody and picks at everybody. Like, I don't got my own things going on. No, I do. I do. But I'm talking about what I was realizing. And because I'm a very, I'm not antisocial, but I'm antisocial. And I just, I don't know if it's like a teenager thing to not really want to be present too much in your family especially when it's not like a good family it's not bad but it's really not good it has its moments but I just I don't know so I've been trying to be more talkative with my family and I'm getting there and it's just it's hard it's really hard but you know like I know it's I know God has me here to teach me something but mm, I just feel like I've, I've I've just been too busy and I've been neglecting this podcast. Like I recorded, um, I recorded one podcast before Monday. I recorded one on Monday, didn't put it out. And I'm uh, look, 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 look. It's probably yeah. Like I said, it's gonna be like three or four podcasts and everything. I got, I got, I got a lot of things I want to talk about. But my main thing is I want to say, love does not equate or mean hugs and kisses and affection love means wanting is wanting what's best for one another what would you want done to you 
that's how I view love. You can view love in different areas. Like if you apply it to a different situation, then there's different there's different answers for the word love. But love, we are told to love our our neighbors, love our enemies. Love does not mean you run up and give somebody a hug. I truly and will always believe love means delivering the gospel. All these earthly pleasures, all this earthly knowledge, all this earthly consciousness, anything is going to burn away. It's going to cease to exist one day. But where we reside, when we die, that's forever. And I truly believe that you don't want to be rude. You don't want to be a mean person to, you know, everybody. But it doesn't mean you need to stay there. If you understand what I'm talking about. So if your family is not a healthy environment for you to be in, you don't need to stay there to love them. What you need to do is you, what you tell them, tell them about God. If they receive it, that's amazing they don't receive it what you do is you dust your feet you take your peace you can pray for them but you dust your feet and take your peace you don't need anybody hindering you in your walk and I, I say this to myself like we really we're so quick to be like yeah I can see people's fruits I can see this person's fruits okay now either you stay there and y'all edify, edify each other or you dip because they're dragging you to hell like their their fellowship with them you can't put you can't put a moldy lime next to a non-moldy lime and not expect the other one not to catch mold being in fellowship with those who are not of god you're going to pick up things and you could truly not want to but you can and you will it's human nature so to love one another i truly believe is to spread the gospel tell them tell them about how they can get salvation eternal salvation so this is with any case friends family random people who just don't like you because the light that's shining through you irritates their demons what you do is you just spread them the gospel you don't need to argue you don't need to argue we're not to argue edify one another and that's it that's what we really need to focus on and I'm going to um, not suggest. I'm just going to say I've been trying to get off social media because as much as I love Twitter, I love to read. I love to learn. I love to laugh. I love to share. And I like to be updated with certain things. But it's very it's very hard. I can say when there's a lot of worldly worldly things you constantly see on Twitter and I gotta block so many accounts I gotta mute certain words and I gotta mute people I, I want to continue to follow because I want them to see what I'm posting and you know you know I like this person but I'm not gonna let it hinder my walk that's the thing it, man Twitter be going crazy going crazy with the sex posts and I'm just like yo I'm not trying to go back there and that's another thing if I got to cut people out of my life and it's going to hurt to them. And I, I don't want to like tell them and then cut them out. Knowing the type of person I am, I'm just never going to cut them out if I do that. I got to just abruptly do it because just just because like, I, I can't I can't allow that to hinder me. 
I can't allow anything to hinder me. I'm responsible for myself, you know? I can't put the blame on anybody else. And if I know I am the way I am, I can't be around them. And I just I just wanted this this entire episode is truly just venting and maybe some tips here and there. But I just wanna get off social media as much. I don't wanna be dependent on my phone. I wanna use my phone. I don't want my phone to use me. Okay? I, I just I can't I feel like time is slipping away I feel like each day is getting quicker and quicker and I'm starting to I'm starting to see where I'm at in the body of Christ like I, I know it's been confirmed I know and not just that but I'm starting to see things in the sense of like what's to come like what's to come and if what I'm getting is from God it is I don't know how to say everything's really a distraction and everything we're getting so caught up in people's lives we're getting so caught up in social media celebrities music TV entertainment entertainment is such a distraction our lives our present day reality without substances in our body is so bad we have to entertain ourselves Cause we don't know what to do without it I, I saw a commercial The other day talking about the average family Spends about 35 minutes Together in a day So make those moments happy It was like a Pillsbury commercial I don't know if those facts are true But they put on a commercial I don't know if they're true though But if it is true It's sad And I don't feel like families do get enough time with each other everybody's on their phone and i've been off my phone for the past couple of days like not as much every time i try to speak to somebody i gotta i gotta say it twice i gotta um address them twice like the amount of times i have to call somebody's name and i gotta put bass in my voice for them to hear me like it's getting irritating and it's just a lot of people spend the five to six to seven hours daily on their phone and it doesn't mean like six hours straight, seven hours straight, but throughout the day. Man, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. You could have been doing something else. I could have been doing something else. And it's just, it's, it's sad because it's irritating. And like, if I say, get off your phone, I'm like, you're on your phone. You're on your phone. Well, currently, I'm not. I'm trying to kick the habit. I'm not trying to kick the habit. I'm like, so it's, it's hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. I, I could really just talk about everything I dislike and bump about what I've been doing, what other people have been doing on this episode. I'm not going to. I'm just saying. This is just what I'm, what I'm going through, what I don't like. So I don't really know what's to come, but I do know that it is. It's Tuesday. <gasps> it's Tuesday. Okay, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to perform today. I'm going to perform today at um, Addis, I think, Addis Ethiopian Place. I'm going to deliver the gospel, right? I went in there and, man, as soon as I walked in, I already knew who was going to perform. Oddly, I didn't know how, but I looked at somebody and they stuck out the most and they ended up being the performers. I'm like, wow. And when I say, even if I didn't agree with it, there was so much talent in that place. Like, that felt like home. That's everything I'm into. I'm into everything, not just artistic, but if you're musically inclined, I love to be around you. Those who can dance, those who can sing, those who can write, rap, 
everything about that poetry man i love it all i love it all that's that's my area to be and live music is amazing oh yeah instruments too but live music is amazing and I didn't look at those who were proclaiming themselves as God and uplifting other people as God. I didn't look at them like, oh, that's so blasphemous. It is. But I'm looking at it like hurt. I truly, I said this the other day to my best friend. I truly feel those who have strayed so far away from God and that they hate God and they love everything to do with Satan and everything. I just see them as that much hurt. Like the farther you are away from God is the more hurt you are. And I realized that and I can apply it to myself 2019 after after I got raped, I subconsciously doubted him. And I was so hurt. I started doing things I never would have imagined myself do. I saw it on TV. I was like, oh, OK. But I never did it myself. You know, I would have never saw doing it myself until it happened. Like, oh, I guess you are grown. I guess. I could. And everybody was like, well, you're grown now. Because, you know, I'm complaining. About it. I'm like, I don't know how you're complaining. You're grown now. This is what it's like. This is what happened. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, honestly, it's about like 29 minutes now, so I'm probably going to talk to like the 30-minute mark. But I don't know. Life is life is not just what you make it, but life is such a teacher. God is such a teacher. I'm not calling him life. I'm correcting myself. God is such a teacher. He will, he will take the smallest thing. And right here is where my audio messed up. I was saying he could take the smallest things, smallest pebble, and give you the biggest revelation. He shows so much in the smallest things of the world. You don't need super profound things to explain anything to do with God or anything to do with in life. You could use a pebble. It's amazing. Like, God speaks to me through music sometimes. And I was listening to Not Another Word. And it said something about, like, the youth have no parents, so they done lost their way. And I saw, I'm not going to say what happened, but I saw something. And it was about a youth not having no parent, and they definitely lost their way. I'm like, wow. Wow, it's, I don't know. But I want y'all to have a blessed, blessed rest of the week. And, again, I do apologize for, um not having up by Monday morning like I said I would I'm gonna get all my stuff love y'all